still a kiss A sigh is just a sigh The fundamental things apply As time goes by Welcome to Movie Club with John and Becca. I am John. I'm Becca. And uh, we have another special guest today, our friend John Nagel. Hi. Welcome to the show, John. Thank you for having me. Uh, we've been talking about having you on one of our podcasts for a long time. Yes. And now we're finally doing it. Uh-huh. Um, and we're doing Movie Club because you are also a uh, huge lover of movies. I am. Um, say specifically old movies? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your... Love um, for old Hollywood. Well, I just, it's my favorite thing in the world. And um, if someone was like, hey, we have a time machine. <laughs> and it unfortunately only goes, it goes by Kate and Leopold rules, so you can't go back. <laughs> and you can, but you can go to old Hollywood right now and be like, okay, let's is, go. Is that how Kate and Leopold worked? Yeah, the, it, you can't go back. <laughs> So you can go forward or backward in time, but you no, can't go back? No, no, there's like time rhythms or something. But either way, you can't go back. Okay. So I'd be like, all right, well, bye guys. I'm, yeah. <laughs> nice uh, knowing yeah. you. I'm Dude. off to the... <laughs> it's been fun, but... I feel like none of us, like, we'd miss you, but we'd be like, he's better off. Like, he's, well, he's happier. He's I where know he belongs. You'd be flipping through the channels, you'd be like, wait, <laughs> I haven't seen Sean lately. And then you'd be like... Turn across and move me on and be like, is that a picture of Joan Crawford with John Nagel? Oh my god, it is. Yeah. Why do all these movies suddenly have John Nagel in them? <laughs> so, yeah, it's my, it's my favorite period. Since when did John start talking with a mid-Atlantic accent? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So when did you start getting into old movies? Um, so, it's weird because last week was the, ep- or, your last episode was about old, was about Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. And I was allowed to see Prince of Thieves because it was PG-13 at the time, and my dad found out there was a hanging and all sorts of things. You do see Kevin Castor's butt double, I'm assuming. Yeah. It was his so, butt double. so my dad's like, well, you're not allowed to see that, and he meant to be the Errol Flynn version. And he's like, I haven't seen Prince of Thieves, but it's going to be, I guarantee you this is going to be better. And I was mad, because I was like, this is from 1937. <laughs> Old things aren't good. <laughs> I'm going to be bored. And five minutes in, Errol Flynn drops the deer on Prince John's table. And I'm just like, oh, well, this is, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Because Errol Flynn, horrible human being. Yeah, I, Great, I didn't, one of the greatest movie stars of all time. I didn't look into it, but you and, uh, you and our friend Kelly were talking about Errol Flynn on Facebook, and oh. I was basically getting the gist of, like, oh, he's... he must be a terrible person. No, he is very awful. <laughs> Tell me one bad thing he did. Um, <laughs> raped several women. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, might have been a Nazi. <laughs> that went so much worse than I <laughs> thought it would, like, immediately. Uh, bragged, bragged about being a slave trader at one point. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, he's terrible. Oh, God. <laughs> Murdered that, kings. That really set a precedent for, like, standards of men no, in Hollywood. No, no, for, no. For he's next, yeah. the next forever. He's, yeah. he's not like, um, he's not like, oh, well, he was, no, no he was universally terrible. Jesus. Yeah. But he really looks good in puppy shirts. <laughs> and he's very charismatic. 
Oh boy. But, but um, he's sorry. He's the best Robin Hood of all the Robin Hoods. But when you guys asked me, because we were we initially talked about doing a Montgomery Clift movie. Mm. Yeah. A place in the sun, in which um he and Elizabeth Taylor are so fantastically beautiful, but I can't even look at them. <laughs> but I realized that like that would have been a horrible. Because I want people to love old Hollywood as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a bit of a learning curve in 2018. <laughs> because the, the takes are longer. The acting's different. The pacing in general pacing, is just much, and much also, slower. And also, you know, racism, sexism, <laughs> misogyny. Yeah. And A Place in the Sun, it, as great as it is... It's a heavy movie about the death and fragility of the American dream. And, yeah, if that was the first old movie I ever saw, I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe these aren't for me. Not for me. Yeah. So, yeah, it, w- it wouldn't have been the best choice. So So you went with a tried and true classic. And my favorite film of all time. Oh, really? Yes. Casablanca. Casablanca. Um, why is it your favorite of all time? It's just so... It's funny, and it's got action and romance, and it's like the perfect microcosm of why the studio system was worked <laughs> and was superior, and we can't have that again, and ah. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, oh, this is why old Hollywood worked in 90 minutes. Yeah, it's funny, because I thought, so going into watching Casablanca, I don't know if I'd ever seen it before, honestly. Like, watching it, I was like, maybe I haven't seen Casablanca. Maybe I just know of it so well yeah. because it's Casablanca. Yeah. Well, it's funny. There was another thing that we watched that was a classic that I'd never seen. Now I can't remember what it was. Oh, 2001? Yes, probably. Something that I've seen parodied so many yeah. times. Yeah. And then to like actually see it happen, it just feels weird. And I wish that I didn't have that background of all the pop pop culture yeah. referencing yeah. this movie in a million ways. Oh, so, and um, Godfather also. I yeah. feel like we watched and, Godfather. And like I, I, because I was such a big Simpsons fan, I had yep. seen Citizen Kane exactly. before I'd actually seen Citizen Kane. Yeah. That's, that's like the best joke. It's like if you watched, you know, if you watched Simpsons as a kid, then yeah. you know Citizen Kane because they, <laughs> it was like their favorite thing to reference yeah, and for it's, like it's five in, years. It's interesting too, though, because like when you talk about the greatest American movies ever made, it usually comes down to these two. Citizen mm-hmm. and Cass, and Citizen Kane usually gets the Duke, but. I would make the argument that Casablanca is better than Citizen Kane because as great as Citizen Kane is, like Orson Welles was very self-consciously trying to make art, Mm -hmm. whereas Casablanca was just another film on the schedule that they had to make, and oh, somehow they made a a brilliant piece of art. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, I thought going into Casablanca that it was like like three hours long for some no. reason. And yeah, then, you, and got it, you must have gotten it mixed up with Gone with, Gone the, with the Wind. Gone with the Wind, I Oh, think. God. Yeah. Which, <laughs> yeah, we were like, I guess we should start this early because it's going to be so long. It's going to be like, like hours. Yeah, it's like an no, hour and a no, half. 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 90 minutes. Yeah. It's very digestible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, well, I, I mean, I thought it was great. It's yeah. great. Yeah. 
I enjoyed it. It was funnier than I expected it to yep. be. Yeah. Like, there were a lot of jokes that I was, like, genuinely the, laughing like, at. corrupt, I guess, French. Yeah. Claude Rains. Like, oh, that's Claude Rains. That's Claude Rains. Uh, I saw his name the in the credits. The straw like, that stirs the drink. <laughs> in every, I'm like, whenever I see Claude Rains, I'm like, yes. He's just there to, like, pop in and be like, by the way. I mean, it just, it just shows how great Warner Brothers was. They had this murderer's row of character actors to support the big three. Yeah. And he's just so great. Like, he's got, like, a million great lines in this movie. Yeah. Well, he, I never realized Peter Lorre was in this movie, but he's only in it for, like, ten minutes, maybe. Yeah. But you don't forget him. No. Yeah. <laughs> he's pretty... You can't forget Peter Lorre. He's pretty great. <laughs> like, it's... Yeah. It's, and that's another thing where it's, like, it's so weird to actually see him, because it just feels like you're watching somebody do a Peter Lorre impression. Yeah. yeah. Like, how are you real? Yeah. No, nope, like, he's a real person. Like, I feel like I've seen Humphrey Bogart and Peter Lorre in, like, Looney Tunes more than I've actually seen yep. them in movies. Yeah, and it's a, sort of a cool, like, um, Maltese Falcon reunion, because the year before, Bogart... Lori and Sydney Greenstreet were in um, the Maltese Falcon together. Oh. Okay. I've never seen that. Yeah, me either. You should. It's pretty great. <laughs> I think I've only seen one noir movie. Which and one? It, I think it. I'm pretty sure it was Double Indemnity. Uh, yep. Well, that's the gold standard. Yeah, I was just gonna say I mean, that's yeah, like. Yeah, I watched it in film school. Yep, so. the one that I yeah, watched in film school too. It's my. It's great. <laughs> I watched it every night before I went to bed for like a year, <laughs> which doesn't make me a psychopath. I hope, but like. It's just so great to see Fred McMurray play a complete amoral person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Casablanca, um, going into it, I realized after watching it, I didn't know what the plot was at all. Yeah. <laughs> didn't know at all what the plot was. Um, I th- kind of knew that it took place during World War II, but like it was piecing together exposition like in the beginning of the movie, even yep. though they... Even though they like do an exposition dr- dump at the beginning with the the narrator who's just like it's it's the war. Yeah. I'm so bad at paying attention to stuff. I was just like I should be listening right now, but I'm not. And then as soon as he stopped, the narrator stopped talking. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope they go over this again later, and they don't really. Yeah. Like, what did I miss? Well, yeah, it took me at all. Like, wait, be like, why are they all there? Why can't they leave? It's like Hotel <laughs> California. <laughs> why is no one allowed to leave? And then I kind of piece it together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, it just, but it just does everything so efficiently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, boom, here's why they're there. Boom, here's the, the people you should care about. We're going to introduce them all. Like, yeah. Within the first. <laughs> and it literally is just like, uh, here's the situation, and here's why they're there. <laughs> like, have fun. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. It's... Um, I just, I thought it was something to say, and then it, Blew out of my head. Oh, wait. Okay, so this was 1942, right? Yeah. And this kind of blew my mind a little bit. This is 1942. The World War II is still going on. Yeah. Like, and it's like in the middle. Like It's, it's like right right before yeah. it ended. Like, no, I mean, but no, it, there, there's still like three more years to go. Yeah. So like this is 1942. We literally just entered when this, we uh, entered officially in December of 1941. So like it's a new thing. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, at one point while we were watching it, I said, like, like, man, this movie would have turned out differently if we had lost the war. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you but, can look like, at it fondly now, but I'm like, Jesus Christ. No, but it's just so, yeah. It's just, we didn't, we didn't lose, though, <laughs> we, we won. Yeah. And 
good for us. <laughs> but, and um, and that's, but the cool thing is about it though is like, it is essentially propaganda for the Allies, but it's so <laughs> well made. You don't think about it that way. It's not like the film Bogart made right after this, Action in the North Atlantic, which is like problematic. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Propaganda-wise? Like, yeah. What like, happens in that? Um, I forget, but there's like a really awful, awful Japanese, oh, like every bad stereotype and you're just yeah. like oh this is a problem yeah <laughs> and he's good but you're just like okay this is just filler but yeah is just like really effective in okay we want you to feel this way but we don't beat you over the head with it yeah well and especially because humphrey bogart's character is so like trying so hard to be indifferent the whole time yes like mm-hmm. it's so relatable like fucking 2018 it's so relatable to the people that are like i don't want to choose a side whatever i'm only in it for me i only care about what happens to me but you're still choosing a side by not choosing a side yep like just having to grapple with that and Mm -hmm. actually stand up for something and with what our um friend and also because nazis are relevant well no i'm I'm just saying and and, like it's all about immigration and um and refugees yeah and (laughs) being a generally good person yeah like, that's the whole... It's another reason why I love this movie. It's like, everyone, with the exception of Major Strasser... Yeah. Mm, who is the most evil Nazi <laughs> I can think of, is essentially a decent person. Yeah. And... Even the guy who, like, runs the Blue Parrot. Yes! Who's, like, <laughs> super in it for money, but... Oh, is that the guy Ferrari? with the Ferrari, yeah. Sydney Greenspan. He's great. Yeah. Um, so many people in this movie, I was like, I don't understand what nationality they're supposed to be based on their name <laughs> and their accent and their clothes. Oh, yeah. Like, it's all conflicting oh, with it's, each other. It's so, I don't understand. It's so good. I kept saying, like, is that guy French? Is that guy French? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just like, I guess. <laughs> like, a couple <laughs> people are like, I think he's British. I'm like, no, he's French. He's supposed <laughs> to be French in this. Yeah. <laughs> really sounds British, though. Yeah. Yeah. And Major Strasser sounds very British. And yeah, he had like barely a German accent. Yeah. <laughs> but his lieutenant has like. Good most... Bergman had a better German accent. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> um, well, I forgot to look it up. Is she German or is she. She is like, Swedish. Off? Swedish, okay. Ah. And she made this movie. She was um, on loan from Selznick at mm. the time. So <laughs> Warner Brothers paid David O. Selznick. $125,000 to borrow for her, her services. Okay. What did they pay her? And she got... <laughs> you don't want to know the answer. That <laughs> I really don't. She got thirty grand. Oh, God. And um, I just want to say that this movie could have been a disaster um, because originally uh, Ronald Reagan was up for the part of Rick. Oh, what? With Holy shit. Anne Sheridan as Ilsa, who is just a generic Warner Brothers starlet, mm-hmm. was in a couple things, and she's not even remotely European. Yeah. So, yeah, it could have been a problem. So, okay, remind me about the workings of the studio system, because I remember learning about this in film school and then kind of promptly forgetting it. Well, and also, but- our film teacher 
hated the studio system, as I, as I remember. Oh, really? Well, I you didn't... would have loved one of my film teachers. She loved Humphrey Bogart, and we learned all about this kind of stuff in her class. It was yeah. Really cool. Well, the, the, one of the good things about Humphrey Bogart is he was basically exhibit A of how the studio system worked. So, like... Keep talking. I seem to adjust the um, It's, like, slowly falling. So, he... Broke out in 1936 with a movie called The Petrified Forest mm-hmm. with Betty Davis, and he was the evil contract killer, Duke Banty. Uh-huh. He was great in that. Oh so, for the, no, I'm sorry. so for the next couple of years, like, he was the guy who would be killed by James Cagney or Edward G. Robinson. <laughs> okay. As, like, the, the, ev- the evil gangster who was not redeeming in the slightest. And then, in 1941, he, he made High Sierra and the Maltese Falcon, which we were like, okay, he's moved up. He's not going to be the guy who gets killed anymore. And then with this movie... He got promoted. <laughs> well, with Casablanca, I mean, the opening shot of Rick, mm-hmm. where he's playing chess, and you see him and he... He takes a drag on his cigarette and it felt it a lot like a Bond introduction. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna say that. And you're like, okay, he's now Bogart officially. Yeah. Mm. Like you can see, like audiences in 1940 being like, oh, that guy. Oh, this guy, yeah. Yeah, he was never the guy who killed ever, who was killed by Edward G. Robinson again. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. Um, but so, like, did did studios like own actors? Kind yes. of. That's how it works. So. As Betty Davis said, like... I really should have looked this up. Yeah, so like... <laughs> I was thinking that, but I was like, John will tell us. <laughs> yeah, that's kind yeah. of what I was thinking. John knows. I don't need to look up because, like, of, like a trivia. Because I like, think... Like, you're, the, you're officially I, the expert I, in the room. I, I, yeah. I, think, I think about this all the time. Yeah. So, like, if... If, like... If Becca was signed to Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. she would have to do... Whatever Warner Brothers told her. Like, she didn't get to pick the movie. They were, no. they were just like, you're going to be in this. No. So, as Biddy Davis said, like, when she first got on the lot, they're like, you're going to make a movie called Parachute Jumper. <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, and that's why all these people made hundreds of movies. Yeah. Because it was literally a factory. And yeah, and it was just the same just people in every yeah. movie. Yeah. So, like... And you can see why that's creatively stifling, but on the on the other end, you, people really learn their craft. Mm-hmm. They learned how to work efficiently. Yeah. And they really got to build personas. Now, what led to the studio system basically like imploding? Um, television, mm-hmm. and a lot of them weren't prepared for it, and actors being like, well. We want to make money, and also the um, the uh, production code falling apart, mm-hmm. which is the reason why, you know, people sleep in separate beds even though they're married and have three kids, and none of the bathrooms have toilets. <laughs> like, that's how you can tell if a movie is made before the production code went into effect, because you're like, oh, this bathroom has a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. Like, yeah, you know, because like in every other movie, they're like, okay, Nick and Nora Charles are like from the Thin Man. They're drinking themselves to death, but they're sleeping in separate beds. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
so interesting. So I feel like we're right on the verge of another studio collapse for like different reasons. Yes, but it 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 one hundred percent feels like the way that there's the studios are making movies right now, where every bit of their money is going into like hundred multiple hundred million dollar blockbusters that well, can't possibly make it all back. Like, we're about to... I feel like we're right on the cusp of another, like, huge shift oh, in the way movies are going to be made. Completely. And, yeah. like, with the Fox-Disney merger... Yeah, that one's weird. And, which is especially weird, because um, Walt Disney went to Fox in 1936 and was like, hey, could you distribute this Snow White picture I'm making? And they're like, a one-hour cartoon... Nobody will watch that. <laughs> and, now, and now Walt owns them. Yep. <laughs> now so, his frozen head owns all their movies. Yeah, so it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Swing and a miss there, guys. I, it's funny. I feel like this year, 2018, is like a, a, a like doomsday year for movies. Because I remember reading an article like two or three maybe years ago about specifically 2018 where like starting in April... Every single weekend is a like two to three hundred million dollar blockbuster every weekend for like five months. Yeah. And it was basically just like there's no fucking way these movies can make their money back. Like physically. There's no yeah. physical way for everyone to go see these movies because in general people go see like a handful of movies a year. And yeah, unless unless you're like a weirdo like me who goes <laughs> who who goes like it's nineteen thirty one or something. <laughs> Like, where I go, like, twice a week, yeah. so... And, like, I'm not gonna be, like, Mr. Film Snob and be like, oh, all the explosions, because I love... The, I lo- I like the Marvel movies and all that stuff, but mm. there's so many of them... Yeah. ...that I forget them like almost, almost as, immediately. Yep, yep. Like, I, I can't... I can't tell you a single thing about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> but I liked it, and I was like, oh, I had a good time, and then... But if you, you know... Yeah. I like that one. It didn't stand out as much as the first. Whenever I think about that movie, the thing that stands out the most is when that guy whose name I can't remember. Michael Roker. Michael Ro- Ro- Roker? Roker, yeah. Roker? I, thought... I think it's Roker. Roker? Yeah. The guy from um, well, Henry Portrait's Hero Killer? Yes. Yeah. Well, when he's walking around the ship and it's playing Come a Little Bit Closer. Yeah. There's little darts going around yeah. and it's doing all the red stuff and it's awesome. Yeah, that part's amazing. Yeah. No, I, I liked it. It was just like, I forgot about it. Like... Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I pick and choose with the Marvel movies. Like, I don't go see them all. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen them all. I never will. Yeah. I don't care about the Avengers movies at all. I will never see another one of those because it's garbage. (laughs) But some of the, like, you know, separate standalone ones I really like, like Guardians of the Galaxy and some of the Iron Man movies. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm excited excited for Black Panther. Me too. I'm I'm anything else. Well, and the last, the Thor movie, the most recent one was really good. But the other ones. And I liked, I liked Logan because they basically remade Shane. (laughs) I've never seen Shane, but I I really liked Logan. Well, well, like, the the great thing was, like, (laughs) like, 30 minutes in, I was like, this is the plot of Shane. Isn't Shane about a dog? It's about a um, a gunfighter. Oh, what am I thinking? That's Old Yeller, but it's about a dog. <laughs> Shane... Not thinking of Old Yeller. No, um, so so thirty minutes in of Logan, I was like, oh, this is just this is the plot of Shane. Mm. And then and then they get into the hotel and they start watching Shane. Oh, like, seriously? Yeah, I was like, yes, I rule. So yeah, even <laughs> yeah, 
At least the filmmakers are just like, yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we know. We know. And then I totally patted myself on the back, like, yeah. You're all- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, there's just too many of them. Yeah, there are. I Yeah, and I basically only, like, I'll see the Marvel ones because they're entertaining. Like, and Not then, all of them. Yeah. I'm trying to think of which I don't one. know. I, I mean, it's subjective. It's subjective. I mean, but it, yeah, like you were saying, with that many movies coming out in a row, yeah. you have to be choosy. So it's like, I'm not really excited about that, and I need to go see this next weekend, so... Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, which one do I want to see the most? I'll wait till I'll it comes on Netflix. One. Yeah. I will say this, though. Like, I do go see them and uh, the Star Wars movies because, like, our culture is so fractured and so niche that we're really losing, like, a monoculture thing. So, like, when you go see those movies, like, everyone goes to see those movies so we all have a shared experience. Yeah. And I think there's something super valuable in that. Hmm. So even if, like, I'm not stoked to see a Marvel movie, I'll still go. Yeah. Because, you know, gotta, gotta keep up on the conversation. Gotta know what everyone on, on the internet is talking about yeah. these Because, you know... No one at work is going to see the new Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, what is that? Uh, that's the one Daniel Day-Lewis? Phantom Thread? Yeah, we I'm saw so it. Excited. Oh, God. I saw a trailer for that, and I'm just like, I <laughs> I don't think I'm going to ever watch that. <laughs> no, I was like, you take my money. Getting back to Casablanca, um, I was trying to think. I should have taken some notes, because we watched it yesterday morning, but like, I'm still I'm trying to like pinpoint... <laughs> Like specific things that I like really liked. One of the things that I uh, that I thought was funny was Peter Lorre, um, who had a drink in one hand and a cigarette in the other, and held both of them about one inch away from yes. his mouth the entire time <laughs> he's talking. And it would just be like he would talk and then be like sip, smoke, and just like they were just right in front of his. Face. Oh my god! I loved whatever that choice was. <laughs> he's just so. He's in the movie for ten minutes. Yeah. And you're he's like, so memorable. He's yeah. so memorable. Like, yeah. Like, uh, you're the only... Because you despise me, you're the only one that I trust. It's like, yeah. yes, that's awesome. <laughs> I felt so bad for Sam in that movie. Because oh, they're just oh like constantly God. dragging him around. Like, play this song, play this song. And he's probably like, fuck off. Well, Get me he, out of your relationship drama. But Stop like, telling me your problem. Here's the thing, though. Like, and I'm not going to claim that this is the most woke movie yeah. of all time but for 1942 and some of the movies i have seen it's really really progressive yeah yeah because rick and sam are pals yeah, yeah. and that's not i mean he's like making sure he's getting paid right yes yeah. <laughs> and like that goes a long way there's like there's so many movies like this is my favorite example. So, I rented this movie a couple years ago called um, Babes in Arms, which is Judy Garland and Mickey Rooney, and they literally rent a barn and put on a show. They literally said, come on, let's put on a show. And it's adorable and wholesome, and they sing the songs, all hyped up on cocaine. <laughs> and you're like, this is great, and I, I feel so warm. And then they get to the big show, and they're putting on makeup, and the curtains open, and they're both in blackface. Oh, oh no. And you're like, 
No. Oh, oh God. <laughs> no, I was literally like. Uh, there wasn't any like lead up to that like no. rehearsals. <laughs> no. Like, by the way. <laughs> no, there's like it's a minstrel then, show. It was like no, you didn't think it was gonna happen, and then it happens. You're like, and that killed it. Like, yeah. yeah. So like, there's none of those like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, there is one line that makes me cringe. Um, but other than that one line... In Casablanca? Yeah. Which one? Where um, Elsa says to um, someone, that boy playing the piano. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Every time she's that, I'm like, yeah. Oh, that like, also stood up to me, too. Yeah. I mean, I was just oh, like, is that me? He's older than you. Yeah. I'm like, I, that, that's like the one bit where I'm like, you guys could have rewritten that line. Yeah. But other than that, like, again, it's not the most most woke, but you have to see... For its the, time, though. You have yeah. to see these movies in context of when they mm-hmm. were made, which is the mistake a lot of people make, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's how I feel about basically every Sean Connery and James Bond. Oh, my God, yes. It's like, it's not right. No! <laughs> like, <laughs> him slapping a woman on the ass and saying... Man talk, go away. No, I, oh god, that, yeah. It's I like, still prefer that movie to Live and Let Die. <laughs> oh god. Oh, Live and Let Die. Like, the more times I've watched that movie, the more I'm like, I can't ever oh, watch well, that movie well, again. Oh, well, 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 black exploitation movies are hot, how can we exploit it? Yeah. Oh, what? Well, yeah, I watched it <laughs> Let's literally just make a black exploitation movie and slap James Bond into it. Yep. It's, it's based on that book and in, in title only. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, speaking of things that have not aged well, those books. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> I am uh, five into it, maybe. I think I just finished recently mm-hmm. uh, from Russia with Love. Yeah. And um, yeah, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I love them because it's James Bond, but even the goddamn I, the second book, which is Live and Let Die. Like, one of the chapter titles is is just N-Word. Yep. Like, N-Word Paradise. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh like, God. it's the name of a chapter. Uh-huh. And you're like, and here we go. <laughs> it's, it's the only... It's not okay at all. The only thing is, like, I went into it knowing. I'm like, well, I yeah. know Ian Fleming is a racist and a homophobe and a sexist. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know those... So if I know that, I go into it, I'm just like, I'm not surprised and there's a, when he talks so poorly of women. <laughs> yeah. But when you're like 15, you're like, what? Like, you weren't expecting them because all you've seen is like... Yeah, the movies are, are extremely progressive compared to the books. <laughs> oh my like, God. Crazy progressive compared to the Jeez. books. Holy shit. The, in the books, there'll be like entire like half-page paragraphs where he's like trying to describe a woman... From like, like a, like a woman's perspective. Like I just remember in From Russia with Love, there's a whole scene uh, where it's a uh, Tatiana Romanoff, and it's it's in her um, perspective, and like she's talking about her own body. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. talking about like her, the curves of her own breasts and like her, her how her butt's not great. And, like, just like this <laughs> was is. That the one where- like she was too athletic like she was too muscular and her Her, butt was too small her butt was too muscular yeah it wasn't soft alrighty there's one I think it was Casino Royale where like 
he's trying to describe the woman as intelligent, but, like, at the end, I kept waiting for him to say something like, it was like a dog playing the piano. <laughs> like, how could, how could this be possible? But, yeah. It's, it's probably like, like, she was so almost shocking. as smart as a man. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, like, even in terms of, like, misogyny and sexism, though, like, Casablanca's pretty, like, when Victor finds out about Elsa and Rick, he doesn't slut shame her. Yeah, but Bogart does. I mean, he he's does. like drunk at basic. I mean, that's like the only thing oh, that sticks yeah. out is that happening, and he's like drunk and mad, and basically calls her a whore. Yeah, he does. Yes, which he does. He clearly feels bad about it later. He but does. Yeah, and she could have just said at any point. I was well, already married to well, him. Well, some of that was a little bit frustrating, but then it wouldn't have been a movie. Yeah, I know. Because, I don't know. There wasn't <laughs> a lot, you know, for for how big the stakes were of the plot, they're kind of introduced right away, so there's not a lot of change until the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're just talking about their relationship and stuff for a while. Yeah. But there was a point where I was like, just tell him whatever you're going to fucking say, because she's like, I'm going to tell you. No, I'm not going to tell you. And he's like, tell me. And she's like, no. I'm like, just tell I us. It, uh, yeah. I, At least tell the audience, even if where, you don't tell him. Or she, like, shows up. Well, it's, it's when Victor but goes out. down, it's... Really good. Yeah, when you find when you find out as an audience, that was great. That was yeah. a great reveal because I, you know, I'm not familiar with the movie, so even I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> like watching it, we were both just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then when she shows up after you learn it, and she's mm-hmm. already been doing the whole like, "I can't, I can't." Yeah. She shows up, and he's like, "Tell me about it," and she's like, "I can't." <laughs> and both of us are like, "Just do it now. We already know." <laughs> I love that scene though when they're at the market and she's. Like looking over like the oh, yeah. curtains or yeah. something. He's like, oh, a special friend of Rick's. And, she, and she's like, and he's like, and she's like, I'm just going to tell you. And he's like, well, why don't you tell me now? I'm still somewhat sober. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. There were really so many lines like that in yeah. this movie that were like really good, like really well written, like funny lines. I love. Um, I don't know if you heard it because I think you were in the kitchen, but the. I don't, what was the guy like French police or something or military? Louis? Yeah, yeah. He was like the Vichy. He was saying like put this on my put it on my bill and I think Victor was like no that's okay and he's like no it's fun it's a fun game we play they put it on my bill and I tear up the bill and throw it away. <laughs> yeah, it's just like said so dryly. Well, so yeah, funny. he was so good. There was that part of the end when um when they shut Rick's down <laughs> and he's like gambling I can't believe it. The guy, <laughs> like, the guy walks up and meeting goes here's your winnings. He's like thank you. <laughs> I am <laughs> shocked. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite scene is like where. You know, they're about to leave, and uh, Louis says, just, so uh, where were the letters of transit? And Rick goes, in Sam's piano, serves me right for not being musical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is so sarcastic, <laughs> like, the entire time. He is the straw that stirs the drink yeah. in so many. Well, there is literally that scene that we were we were cracking up at, because it was, it was, like, between... Um, Rick, Elsa, and Victor, mm-hmm. like right when you're realizing that she knows him. And then he shows up and he's just like, You guys know each other? What's going on? Ooh, is someone mad? Ooh, what's going on? What is this tension here? Like, what's going on here? I was like, Can't you see that this is awkward and no one wants you here? And he's just like, Oh, you guys are acting really weird. It's like, You know each other or something. Another precedent is being broken. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> He just like so clearly funny. has so much fun playing that role. Oh, I yeah. guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I'm gonna hang out with that guy. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say and that. And he was great next to Bogart because I'm like I'm not the world's biggest Humphrey Bogart fan. Yeah, he's so very dry and monotone that it's like. I don't know. I, I also haven't seen a lot of movies with yeah. him. But something like this, he's just very, very one note the whole time. So, like, someone playing off of him that's being a little goofy is perfect. Because yeah. got- he still can be, like, sarcastic and funny and kind of an asshole, but have some life ne- near him. Yeah. He's got something, though, that I just can't put my finger on. That old movie started thinking, like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Well, he definitely has the, like... It's that type of thing where it's like he doesn't care, and you're just like, but I want to know why you don't care. Yeah. Like yeah. that—that's what's charismatic about him. Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> well, like if you watch one of the early movies, like where he's the guy who gets killed, mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know that guy's gonna be something. Yeah, like I can tell, like he's yeah. different from that other guy he's next to, like. I can't even describe... Like, you just got that thing where I'm just like, oh, a Bogart movie? Oh, I'm in. Yeah. He's going to smoke some cigarettes and <laughs> be monotone, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> like, I know exactly what I'm getting into, and, you know. There um, there were a couple of moments, like, as far as uh, we were talking about earlier, like, even if you haven't seen this movie before, like, you know so much about it because of pop culture, how much it's been parodied, like, a million fucking yeah. times. Yeah. The, Especially at the end. Oh my it's god. It's just like one line after another that I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Round they up say that. Suspects. Oh yeah, they say this too. That was, yeah, that was what I was thinking. Uh, that was one of the things I was thinking is his speech at the end mm-hmm. where I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, this, I wish I hadn't known because it would be a great yeah. speech and very impressive. But I, the whole time I'm just thinking like, look, oh, hail the beans. Oh, here's looking at you. Oh, well, I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna lie. I've seen this movie dozens upon dozens of times. <laughs> And I still get all like, yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, it's good. It's good. It's I'm a like, great scene. Here comes the thing. You should do. It. Oh. Every time I'm like, I'm not gonna do it this time. Not gonna do it this time. Not. And then that and La Marcia's every time. Oh, where they're singing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a great. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, well, I had read the trivia right before we watched this, where like a lot of the extras were crying just because of. Goddamn Nazi occupation in yeah. France and stuff. So then I saw it, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that was making me think. That was an amazing scene. That was an amazing scene. And it really, like, speaking of it being more topical than ever, maybe in our lifetimes, like, yeah. I was thinking during that scene, the thought came into my head of, like, well, at least it's not this bad yet in our <laughs> current climate where, like, Nazis aren't just going into bars singing Nazi songs yet. <laughs> yes. Like, at least we're not there. That you know of. That I know I mean, of. I mean, I'm sure there are some bars. They're holding rallies or Ugh, I know. shit like that. And they they're not in hiding anymore. Yeah. It, but, like, they don't even have outfits anymore. They're just wearing, yeah. like, shitty... They're just rednecks. They're just wearing <laughs> shitty polo shirts. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, really, just wear, guys... Like, just wearing black if, t-shirts. If we're gonna wear that stupid... If we're gonna subscribe to that stupid fucking ideology, at least, like, you know... Panache or something. Yeah. Like wear a hat. Like wear a hat. We're like all wear the same hat. Yeah. Like we're wearing Dockers and a polo. You look. Uh. Um, well, for all the lines that I already knew from Casablanca. Yeah. I like shockingly didn't know how it ended. Yeah. So that there was at least that that I was like. I, I was like, I legitimately don't know what happens. Yeah. So I was even tricked yeah. by the end. I was like, oh, he's going to go off with her just like in Sabrina. 
And I'm just like, oh, wait, no. <laughs> Which Sabrina, I have. The good Sabrina. Well, obviously the good Sabrina. <laughs> but I'm Not saying she should have ended up with Bill Holden yeah. in that movie. Uh, yeah. Because A, they were age appropriate. And yeah. B, they were having an affair in real life. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, I love you, Bogart. I do. Yeah. I do. But no. <laughs> I really, I thought she should have ended up with neither of them. Because he, like, William Holden was so goofy and dumb. Oh. And then Bogart is so much older than her. I and know. also tricks yeah. her a lot and tricks I, everyone a lot. I know. Or like he was tricking people in this, but for the greater good and sacrificing <laughs> yes. his own happiness for other people. But in Sabrina, he's just tricking people. To get laid. To, not to get laid, but he's trying to keep her have you ever seen Sabrina we watched it but I'm like I'm I'm struggling to remember I need to watch it again because I love it so much but he's <laughs> he's trying to keep her away from his brother yeah so he's like oh, pretending right. to date her uh-huh. and like fucking with her head so much right so he's tricking I'd... her kind of for a slightly not 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 really a noble reason at all I do remember but something he thinks is being noble. creeped out by the two of them together yeah because he is so much work. older well <laughs> like, yeah and like, at all. yeah and um Holden in 1953. Like, really? Like, you're gonna choose? No. <laughs> For the record, I prefer Roman Holiday over Sabrina. I've never seen that one either. It's. I've seen Sabrina more. I've, I've only seen Roman, Roman Holiday, Holiday once or like, twice, maybe. It's a delight. It's and like whenever people are always like, "Oh, I'm Breakfast at Tiffany's," or I'm like, "Yeah, have you seen Roman Holiday? It's great." I was just gonna ask what the tables read on Breakfast at Tiffany's was because. Basically, the only thing I know about that movie is Mickey Rooney. Um, I love it, except for every second he's on screen <laughs> makes you want to poke your own eyes and, and like, rip your ears off. But I love <laughs> the rest of the entire movie. And it's bizarre because, like, at one point, like people don't understand this. At one point, Mickey Rooney was the biggest star on earth. Like, not kidding. Those Andy Hardy pictures he made <laughs> made up half of MGM's revenue. Jesus Christ. From, like, 1938 to, like, 1941. Yeah. So for him to go from that to <laughs> that, yeah. Mr. Yanoshi, is just yeah. like, dude, I know you need the money, but really? And I truly, truly don't understand why that character exists at all. Neither do I. I've read the book... If that character is in the book, it's not even remotely close to the way he's portrayed. I, yeah. And I honestly don't even remember if he even exists. I feel he like might that not even exist. Was definitely just like a, you know the director being like, "Wouldn't it be funny if we had a silly Japanese guy?" Pretty much. Yeah. But we don't know any Japanese guys, so just get Mickey. I don't think they even wanted a Japanese guy. They just wanted someone to be a goofy, awful stereotype. Yeah. That would be funny to laugh. Oh at. yeah. Let's okay. <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase that. Wouldn't it be funny if we had a silly Oriental? Yeah, That's how they would have phrased laugh it. At. To laugh at. And at that and at that point, like Mickey Rooney would have literally done anything for <laughs> yeah. money. So like, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'll hit my head on some lamps. Yeah. Like oh, Jesus. I really need money. Scream in a ridiculous, yeah. offensive accent. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Oh God. Oh boy. Do you like the rest of that movie though, or I mean the movie other um, than him? I like parts of it, but like it's hamstrung by the production code. Because you can't say, 
Like, there's a lot of things where... Like, yeah. You know, I've read the book, too, and mm. George Papard is supposed to be gay, and you can't have a gay man on... Yeah, and, like, is that... In that that's why, like, kisses weren't allowed to last more than, like, a certain amount yep. of time, and that kind of shit. Yeah. Yep. What's it Like, where did that come from? So the they, Catholics. Uh, the Catholics. For real? For real. Yep. Cool. The yeah, Catholic church. Aren't we great? Aren't we great? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good job, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. My fault. Cause like, cause I'm like, done with that life. <laughs> yeah. No, me too. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it's just like, because like from 1930 to like 1934, I show some of these movies to people and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe how sleazy and adult this is. And then from, and then in, starting in 1934, it's like, like, everything is sexless and What was the weird. movie where the two characters were not allowed to kiss, so they just talked really close? Notorious. But it, was it Notorious? That's yep. what you're telling me about? Yeah. Where it, like, it, it ends like, up... ends up being super sexy. <laughs> yeah. Because they only kiss, like, once every couple seconds, but they're just, like, it goes on for so long. <laughs> and Notorious. And it's also Ingrid Bergman. Uh, and it's all, and, and I love her. And Pete Cary Grant. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, peak. we need to see that. I just love. It is uh, definitely peak Cary Grant. I love just knowing enough about like Hitchcock is like being you know that level of dick where oh, he's yes. like like oh, oh that's yeah. your production oh, code. Oh my god, that's like scratching the surface. <laughs> yeah, of he's, being a dick he, about stuff. He's awful. <laughs> he's awful, but he's, like his movies are so brilliant. Well, it's yeah. the same with it's the same with like Kubrick. We still need to see. John's never seen North by Northwest. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, that's on the Is list. Is that the one with the train going into yes. the <laughs> It's like the oh, best. Oh shit! Really? Yes. No, no, it's the best. It's like the last shot of the movie, I think. Oh, well, no, God. it's Maybe. the it's the remember. great like it's it's his finest hour. Mm-hmm. Like everything that's great about Hitchcock, everything that's great about Cary Grant, in like one movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, we need to watch that. We just got a um, uh, the Hitchcock Blu-ray. So. Oh, great! Yeah, it was I, like I've been wanting to get it for a while, and it was finally on sale, and I was just like, yeah. "Pull the trigger!" Cool. <laughs> so now you can see that one and Notorious yeah. and Strangers on the Train. Yeah, I think it's yeah. got all those on it. Rope. I'm, yeah, I love Rope. Rope, Rope is underrated. Yeah, Rope is my that favorite movie Hitchcock is movie. That movie is perfect. And it's beautiful. I love that movie yeah. so much. And again, like that's the production code, like. Mm-hmm. They're obviously gay, but oh, yeah. you can't well, come and out and... Well, and one of the actors was gay. Yep. And Hitchcock Far- knew it, and he Farley, would just... Far- Farley, Farley Granger. Granger. Yeah. Yep. And he would just put this stuff in to be like, hee-hee-hee. Yeah. Sneak, sneak, Like, you guys are definitely fucking... Like, the whole dialogue from the opening sequence just sounds like they're just finished fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Rope... I don't know if it was... It wasn't the first Hitchcock movie that I ever saw. I think I definitely saw, like, Vertigo and Birds and that kind of stuff before watching Rope. But I remember watching Rope in film school and being... even Like, it's a fascinating movie by itself. But Mm -hmm. then, like, on top of that, how it's loosely using the Leopold and Loeb story um, as its basis. Not that loosely. But not that loosely. (laughs) And, like, that story in itself, like, if you got into that story, like, that's so fucked up. Yeah. Like, it's it's so many levels of, like, insane shit going on in that movie. Yeah, and it's... it's... And then with the long takes, it's, Mm -hmm. like, it's... It's brilliant. It's a, yeah, it's like no one else can do this. Yeah. Have you ever seen the behind-the-scenes picture of them shooting that with the camera? I have, yeah. Holy fuck. Have you seen that? Uh, I've seen some pictures. I don't know which one you're talking about. I just remember seeing a behind-the-scenes picture that they had to... I don't know if they built the camera from scratch, but because of doing the long takes, they they had this camera rig, and the, the camera 
is like the size of almost a room. Yeah. It's like this huge monster that they have on like a rig. And the fact that they gave him money to just do that, like, you're just like, oh, look. It's insane. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so do you want to do any closing thoughts on Casablanca? Go around the table. What was, um, what was your favorite part, Becca? Um, or favorite thing, maybe, about the movie. I, don't know. I just love Ingrid Bergman so much. Mm-hmm. She's so great. She's, She's so, so sincere in everything. She's just like, yep. you believe her, and you're on her side. And you want her to do well. And I think, I don't know, I think my favorite part was just when it comes out that she had been married to Victor yeah. before he went in the concentration camp and thought he was dead the whole time when she was with Bogart. And it's just like, it, it like barely tells you, but you can just like see it on her face yep. and it's so heartbreaking. It was a, that was a like a masterful reveal too. Yeah. Like that yep. was very well crafted. Yeah. It was like such a small line that just told you everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, she, she's she's wonderful, and they made the right. That was money well spent. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed. I guess I guess just the humor because, like I was yeah. saying, like there's so many lines in this movie, especially his closing monologue to her, mm-hmm. that you basically know already because it's been said a million times and other stuff so like you already know that but you don't know the like hundreds of other awesome lines like there's so many like i've only you know i feel like i could watch this movie a lot more and quote it's very quotable like there are so many good like kind of one-liners and like and that's makes it a great gateway too yeah like it's very accessible because Mm -hmm. it's so quick and it's very witty like, yeah. it was no, way wittier than I was expecting it to be. Well, that, I mean, and that it is, like, a lot of these old movies. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I remember trying to show my boyfriend in high school the Philadelphia story because I thought it was one of the funniest movies ever made. And, and he's is. watching it, like, stone-faced. And I'm like, why are you laughing? It's so funny. <laughs> but it's a very specific kind of humor. Well, and it's also weird. I feel, I feel that there's, like, that psychological thing where people are just like, oh, it's an old movie. It's boring. And, yeah. like, you can't open yourself up to the fact well, that, like, maybe it's not boring. Yeah. <laughs> Really pay good. attention to the dialogue yeah. and everything's in the dialogue. And that's my whole thing. I'm like, well, it's different. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. You just yeah. need to, like, get. That, that's why gateways are so important. Mm-hmm. Because if it's the wrong movie and you could go very wrong, yeah. like, I love Rope, but it's not a gateway. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, not. <laughs> um, North by Northwest could be. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I feel like Rebecca would be. Yeah. That was Rebecca's so good. nuts. Yeah. Rebecca's great. Yeah. 39 Steps would be like. I've never seen that one. That's, there's, there's a lot that I haven't seen. Yeah, that one's harder to see because it's, I think it's out of print right now, but it's uh-huh. um, before he moved to Hollywood. He was. Oh, is that one of his British ones? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I saw Frenzy, which is one of his British oh. ones, and that one made me never want to watch another one of his British ones. Yeah. Like, if they're anything like this, then no thank no, you. No, well, like, like Three Nights was the one, like, right before he moved. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was Hitchcock now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was like, and you can see, like, Louis B. Mayer or someone be like, oh, bring that guy out yeah. here. Yeah. So, um, but, and he remade Frenzy, I think. 
Oh, really? In like the 70s. Was it that one? Because I, I haven't seen the British one. I've I don't only think seen so. The... I think it was in black and white. So yeah, I haven't seen the British one. I've only seen the yes, there's remake. Very, oh, very horrifying rape scene in it. Oh, well, yeah. In, the, in that, in the 70s one as well. Well, I wonder which one we I have. I would imagine. If we have the remake or the original. I think it's probably, if, probably it's in the, if it's in the Blu-ray set, it's probably the remake. The remake. Huh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize that he had done that. Remakes are not a new thing. Well, no, I know. <laughs> well, but, but, but see, that's the, that's the thing that makes me laugh too. Is everyone's like, "Oh, they're remaking everything." I'm oh, like, they're out of ideas. I'm like, that's nothing new. <laughs> yeah, right? like they've been out of ideas for quite a while. Like, like high society. Like the Philadelphia story was only ten years old when they remade High Society. Yeah. So like, you know, it's nothing new. Yeah. What's your favorite part of Casablanca? La Masias when they mm. when the because yeah. it's just like. It's the America that like we like to think we are. Yeah. What it's yeah, that's funny because it's very French, but it feels so American. Yes. Yeah. Like it's like like they might as well be singing the the U.S. national. Yeah, it's like we're standing up to the bullies. Like yeah. No, we're not gonna deal with this. Yeah. Like, and it's, I mean, I I love the whole thing. Like I'm not objective at all. It's very, (laughs) very. It's like one of my core pieces of pop culture that made me who I am so I can't I get defensive about it I'm very protective of it like <laughs> you know like you can't yeah it's great so nice well thank you for uh, being on the show and well thank you for having me getting us to time. watch this awesome movie yeah do you have anything you want to plug oh yeah um I do stand up around town so I will um I'm hosting a show at uh, Alexander's Tavern on February 22nd. Awesome. Oh, nice. Come check it out. Cool. This will definitely be out before then. Fantastic. So. <laughs> you got a month. Yeah, I got yeah. a month. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, uh, thanks again. And, Thank uh, you, guys. I don't know what movie we'll do next, but it'll be good, I'm sure. Yeah. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. is still a kiss, a sigh is just a sigh, the fundamental things apply as time goes by, and when two lovers woo, they still say I love you, you can rely no matter what the future brings as time goes by moonlight and love songs are never out of date hearts full of Passion, jealousy, and hate Woman needs man And man must have his mate That no one can deny 
it's still the same old story I'll fight for love and glory A case of do or die The world will always welcome lovers As time goes by Moonlight and love songs are never out of date Hearts full of passion, jealousy, and hate Woman needs man, and man must have its mate That no one can deny It's still the same old story A fight for love and glory A case of do or die The world will always welcome lovers As time goes by When I graduated from high school I wrote my college essay about how his Movies helped me get through my horrible surgeries, and even and my aunt knew the guy who produced something and <laughs> got it to him, and he was so moved he called me on the phone. Holy shit! Awesome. Yes. God damn it! Do you like remember every word he said, or was yes. it just like a blur? <laughs> I feel like I would just the whole time. He be sounds like, ah. e- he sounds exactly like Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah. Like, He's just like, is this John Nagel? I'm like, yeah, yes. He's, this is Mel Brooks. And your essay was fabulous. Oh, my Aww. God. I would die. And I'm like, I'm like I love all your movies. He's like, he's like, well, you have terrible taste. <laughs> my yeah. one, my Sounds one, like Mel Brooks. My one regret is that I didn't ask him to say it's good to be the king. Yeah. Because uh, I know he would have done it. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So. But Spaceballs is, eh. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of the other movies he made, post. See, I don't even know. I can't. I'm not like. I'm not a. Draco didn't love him. It's not good. Oh yeah, yeah, it was not good either. <laughs> but, but Men in Tights is solid. Men in Tights really holds up. I was expecting to not like it. Yeah. And I laughed harder at it now than I probably. It made did. me so happy. <laughs> I mean, I feel like people just think it's like cheesy but not funny. Yeah. Richard, no, it had really solid jokes in it. Richard Lewis is just like... <laughs> <laughs> Richard Lewis is so good. <laughs> it's terrible news! Why are you laughing, you idiot? <laughs> he's great, too. Roger Reeves. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I feel like I've never seen him in anything else. He was the um, creepy teacher in my so-called life. Never watched that. Who gets... Yeah. So, like, come on to 15-year-old Claire Danes. Yeah, it's uh, weird. Yeah. 